Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Most High. You are the all in all. You provide for me. You provide for me. You work through people. You work through my life. You work through our life. You work in the heavens and on the earth. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. And thy kingdom, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our sins or trespasses or mistakes as we forgive others who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Just because you have to stay. <laughs> oh, yes. It's probably a very nice... Um, yes, it does look like... Uh, nice... Uh, yes. Okay, nice advertisement. I'll be right back. Enjoy the music. And welcome to These Are The Words. I'm Eric Grun. Enjoy the music. of all causes you are not one amongst the many you are the one from 
whom all the many come from. You are the cause of all causes. You are the original primary cause. You are the causeless, the causeless cause. You are beginningless and endless. You are not one amongst the many. Thank you, Lord, that we can know you. Thank you, Lord, that we can know you. Shall we commence the secret of Shambhala in search of the 11th insight by James Redfield? Conscious Alertness, Chapter 4. Okay, I walked out to the Jeep feeling incredibly good. The air was cool and the mountains in every direction still seemed luminous. We got in the vehicle and Yin pulled away. Do you know where to go now? I asked. I know that we must head toward Northwest Tibet. According to the legends, that is the closest gateway to us. But as Lama Rigden said, we will have to be shown. Yin paused and glanced at me. It is time that I told you about my dream. The dream that Lama Rigden mentioned? I asked. The one you had of me? Yes, in this dream we are together journeying across Tibet, looking for the gateway, and we could not find it. We journeyed very far and traveled in circles, lost, but at the moment, of our greatest despair, we met someone who knew where we should go. What happened after that? The dream ended. Who was the person? Was it Will? No, I don't think so. What do you think the dream means? It means we must be very alert. We rode in silence for a few moments and then I asked, Are there many soldiers stationed in Northwest Tibet? Not usually, he replied, except on the border or at the military bases. The problem is getting through the next three or four hundred miles past Mount Kailash and Lake Manas Manasarovar. There are several military checkpoints. For four hours we rode without incident, traveling for a while on graded gravel roads and then turning onto various dirt tracks for a time. We reached Saga without any difficulty and hit what Yin told me was the southern route into western Tibet. We passed mostly large transport trucks or local Tibetans in older cars or in carts. A few foreign hitchhikers could be seen around the truck stops. After another hour, Yin pulled the jeep off the main road and onto what an amounted to only a horse path. The jeep bounced over deep gullies. There is usually a Chinese checkpoint up ahead on the main road, Yin said. We must go around. We were traveling up a steep slope. And when we got to the crest of the hill, Yin stopped the jeep and led me to the edge of a cliff. Below us, several hundred feet away, we could see two large military trucks with Chinese insignia. Perhaps a dozen soldiers were standing by the road. This is not good, Yin said. 
There are usually only a few soldiers at this crossroads. They, they may still be looking for us. I tried to shake off a, a rush of anxiety and keep my energy high. I thought I saw several of the soldiers looking up the hill toward us, so I ducked down. Something is happening, Yin whispered. When I looked back at the crossroads, the soldiers were searching a van that had driven into the checkpoint. A middle-aged blonde man was standing on the side of the road being interrogated. Someone else was still in the van. We could just barely hear a European language being spoken, sounding very much like Dutch. Why are they, why are they being detained? I asked Yin. I don't know, he said. They may not have the correct per permits, or perhaps they asked the wrong questions. I lingered, wishing I could help. Please, Yin said. We must go. We got in the jeep, and Yin drove slowly around the rest of the hill and down the slope on the other side. At the bottom, we hit another t narrow track that turned to the right, away from the crossroads, still heading northwest. We traveled on this road for about five more miles before it merged back into the main road and into Zangba. A small town with several hotels and a few shops. Here there were people walking, leading yaks and other livestock and several land cruisers drove by. We are now just one of the pilgrims heading to Mount Kailash, Yin said. We will, be we will be less noticeable. I wasn't convinced. In fact, half a mile farther, a Chinese military truck pulled onto the road directly behind us, and another surge of fear ran through me. Yin turned onto a side street, and the truck moved past us and out of sight. You must stay strong, Yin said. It is time for you to learn the second extension. Extension. He went on to guide me through the first extension again, until I could visualize and feel my energy flowing out in front of us and into the distance. Now that you have your energy moving out, you must set this, this field of energy to have a, a, to have a certain effect. His comments fascinated me. Set my field? Yes. We can direct our prayer field to act on the world in various ways. We do this by using our expectations. You have already done this once, remember? Han taught you to expect that the energy would keep flowing through you. Now you must set your field with other expectations and do so with true discipline. Otherwise, all your energy can quickly collapse in fear and anger. He looked at me and with a sad expression I had never seen before. What's wrong? I asked. When I was young, I watched a Chinese soldier kill my father. I hate and fear them intensely. And I must confess something. I myself am part Chinese. This is the worst part. It is this memory and guilt that erodes my energy so that I tend to anticipate the worst. You will learn that at these higher levels of energy, our fields of prayer act very quickly to bring us exactly, to bring to us exactly what we expect. If we fear, it brings to us what we fear. If we hate, it brings to us 
more of what we hate. Thankfully, when we go into these negative expectations, our prayer fields collapse rather quickly because, because we lose our connection with the divine and are no longer outflowing love. But a fear expectation can still be powerful. That is why you must monitor your expectations carefully and set your field consciously. He smiled at me and added, Because you don't hate the Chinese military the way I do, you have an advantage, but you still have much fear, and you seem to be capable of great anger, just like me. Perhaps that is why we are together. I was looking ahead at the road as we drove, thinking about what Yin was saying, not believing that our thoughts could be that powerful. My reverie was interrupted when Yin slowed the jeep and parked in front of a line of dusty frame buildings. Why are you stopping, I asked. Won't we draw more attention to ourselves this way? Yes, he said, but we must risk it. The soldiers have spies everywhere, but we have no choice. It is not safe to go into the western areas of Tibet with only one vehicle. There are no places to make repairs. We must find someone to go with us. What if they turn us in? Yin looked at me in horror. That won't happen if we get the right people. Watch your thoughts. I told you we have to set the right field around us. It is important. We, he started to get out of the car but hesitated. You must do better than me in this regard or we have no chance. Focus on setting your field for Reten Brel. I was silent for a moment. Reten Brel? What's that? It is the Tibetan word for synchronicity. You must set your field to stay in the synchronistic process, to bring the intuitions, the coincidences, to help us. Yin glanced at the building and got out of the jeep, indicating with his hand that he wanted me to stay. Okay, I'll pick up uh, in chapter called Conscious Alertness, page 77, in chapter 4 next time kind of reminds me of like Star Wars when Obi-Wan Kenobi was showing uh, Luke Skywalker a Jedi mind trick that he had to you know come to the guards and say there are no you know whoever I, I don't know there are no Jedi or whatever that you're looking for you know, he did the Jedi mind trick. That's kind of how it is, actually. It's like, you have to keep that faith. Faith. Okay. As I understand it, it's been shown and taught to me. Um, grace is actually a power. The grace of God is bestowed upon us. And that is an actual power. Like a... In uh, Indian tradition, it would be called Shakti. But Shakti, there are many, 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 many kinds of Shakti. All of the deities in the, in the Indian pantheon, who are actually the heavenly hosts, 
And so Ganesha is actually called the Lord of Hosts. And so we could talk about that another time because the the Lord God is referred to as the Lord of Hosts in in the Old Testament in the Hebrew Scriptures. But those are actually shaktis. Those are all shaktis. Those are all powers. So there are many kinds of graces uh, like um, similar to like how Han says in the story, The Secret of Shambhala, how he says there are many gateways. You know, there are many gateways. There are many like wormholes or portals or entrances, you know. Uh, so and, and so there's many paths, you know, but as many as there are, you know, as diverse as it is, we are, you know, we are that diverse, as diverse as we are, uh, we can make our way to that, to that one um, consciousness, you know, that one spirit. That one great spirit, you know. But shaktis or graces uh, can be tangible. Actually, it's very tangible. We can feel that grace. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of the Lord of Lords. The King of Kings. The Lord of, of all. So... That grace bestows faith unto us. And that faith um, is kind of like that, that, uh, you know, that, that uh, ability, that, that um, the ability to work. Like Paul in the, in the New Testament says, show me your faith without works. You know, faith is dead without works. And I'll show you my faith with works with the works of the spirit meaning the grace the power of the spirit and show so the faith is is like enacting that power it's like working with that power okay so often it is said that the truth precedes that power as in Sat Chit Ananda. Sat is the first. Sat is the eternal truth. The eternal truth of the absolute reality. Of the absolute beingness. Of the absolute, yeah, the truth of, of I am, you know. <laughs> but God says I am that I am. And it's very different the way God says I am as we say I am. And we are very kind of limited in our scope of thinking within the spectrum of, of the diversity, the wide spectrum of knowingness. But the omniscient God truly knows what the I am uh, is, you know. So, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read from Scripture, uh, Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah. And Jeremiah chapter 19, it's called the broken jar. Thus says the Lord, go and buy a potter's earthenware jar and take some of the elders of the people 
and some of the senior priests. Then go out to the valley of Ben Hinnom, which is by the entrance of the Potsherd Gate, which is by the entrance of the Potsherd Gate, and proclaim there the words that I tell you, and say, Hear the word of the Lord, O kings of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I am about to bring a calamity upon this place, at which the ears of everyone that hears of it will tingle. So yeah, the faith that I'm talking about is very much similar to the way that Han and Yin are talking about um, in The Secret of Shambhala, talking about keeping that energy high and knowing how to extend it, you know? And so, here that, here, here this way, you know, keeping in mind these principles and these things, I want to read it, even though I've read this story before, I'm going to read that again, keeping in mind that extension, that first extension, where we, we spread our love and our in faith all around us. Because they have forsaken me and have made this an alien place and have burned sacrifices in it to other gods that neither they nor their forefathers nor their kings of Judah had ever known. You know, sacrificing to things that really don't know anything about. And because they have filled this place with the blood of the innocent, killing those innocent, you know, and have built the high places of Baal to burn their sons in the fire. They're killing their own children as burnt offerings to Baal, a thing which I never commanded or spoke of. These are supposed to be God's people representing God, and they're doing all kinds of things that the Lord never told them to do, nor did it ever enter my mind. So God has a mind. God has a mind. Think about that. But it's, it's a pure mind. It's a pure mind. He never thought that he never thought that his people would be throwing their own children into the fire burning those their own children alive That's not an extension of God Therefore behold days are coming God didn't do it declares the Lord when this place will no longer be called Topheth or the Valley of Ben-Hinnom. Well, let me see what that means. Tophet. 731-32. Let's see. 31's 32. 731-32. Let's see. Seven thirty one thirty two, seven thirty one thirty two, seven thirty one high places, pagan cult centers, 
Usually, but not here, located on natural heights. Topheth. Okay, set their detestable things in the house. Manasseh had put a carved Asherah pole, a wooden symbol of the goddess Asherah, in the temple. Jeremiah's contemporary, the good King Josiah, removed the pole and other accessories to idol worship. But less than 20 years after Josiah's death, Ezekiel reported that there were numerous idols in the temple courts. So they were basically just sacrificing to created things. And not really wanting to know the creator. The, the word may be an Aramaic origin with the meaning fireplace. Though in cultures outside Israel... It was used as a common noun meaning place of child sacrifice. Its vocalization was perhaps intentionally conformed to that of Hebrew bosheth, shameful thing, meaning shameful thing, often used in connection with idol worship. The Old Testament Topheth had a fire pit into which the hapless children were apparently thrown. The valley of the son of Hinnom, uh, it was used as a trash dump and also as a place for sacrificing children to pagan gods from the abbreviated name Valley of Hinnom and Hebrew Gehenom became uh, came Gehenna Gehenom in the Greek is Gehenna which in like I explained earlier Gehenna is the, the city dump where all the trash was burned consistently translated in the New Testament as hell so this is like the hell that uh, the hell uh, that Jesus referred to, the place of eternal fiery punishment for all who die without having trusted Christ as Savior, burn their sons and their daughters in the fire, a horrible ritual prohibited in the law of Moses, uh, and note, but practiced by Ahaz and Manasseh. So... Um, Buddhism refers to all the world as a burning house and uh, as, as uh, samsara. It is called samsara. And samsara is known in even in Vedic scriptures to the Indians or quote-unquote Hindus and also to the Buddhists that samsara is a burning, is, is, is a fire burning. It's a fire. It's, it's, it's a compared to a fire burning because we live and we die and then technically we're supposed to be reincarnated and then we live and we die again because our lives are getting burned up our lives are getting burned up in the cosmic fire and if you think about science science talks about radiation and the microwave background the background of microwave the microwave background, like we are in a microwave, and even the sun is a fire that cooks us. If we if we sit too long in the sun, our skin gets burned. Our skin literally gets burned. So our lives are literally getting cooked and burned up as we age. And so what we do in this life is an offering all day, every day, to that which we believe to that which we place our faith in, to that which we put our minds to, to that which we, 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 we put our hearts to. 
with to that which we believe in and 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 trust in and put our trust in and so do you know i question you do you know the lord of hosts do you know the lord of the heavenly hosts do you know the lord of all do you know the lord of lords do you know the king of kings the one true god do you know the one true god and his name is yeshua his name is jesus christ son of the living god son of the living god yahweh son of the living god yahweh son of the living god jehovah do you know that one god who takes on all forms but is omnipotent omnipotent omnipresent and omniscient do you know that you are saved do you know that you are saved from this great fire of samsara or do you think you will be reborn again and again and again and reincarnated again and again and again and again and again or do you know whether you after this life no matter whether you live a thousand years are going to be thrown into the fire to be burned forever or if you are going to be taken out of the fire and grafted in to the ever-living tree of life Jesus Christ whom Jesus Christ is compared to the, the everlasting tree of life the one who is ever-flowing the one uh, like whom Han and Yin and the American in that story are trying to be like trying to actually are you aspiring to actually for immortality for eternal life do you aspire to eternal life do you desire eternal life or do you desire eternal death and damnation because the Lord says oh my people have gone away from me and they're burning their children in the fire so he says I will make void the counsel or the advice of Judah and Jerusalem in this place so are you are, are, are you in a world where the council of Judah and Jerusalem no longer have importance to you it has become void to you that is a clear-cut sign that you are on the wrong side of God that you are not in peace with God if these words do not hold importance to you if this advice does not hold importance to you if this history does not hold importance to you if learning from the mistakes of the past does not hold importance to you I tell you right now you are on the wrong side and you are headed toward destruction and eternal damnation and you are headed again once again into the fire of, of birth and death the fire the eternal fire of which you can never have you can never have quenched not by any other spirit but by my spirit says the Lord by the spirit of Jesus Christ by the spirit of the ever-living Savior so I will make void the council of Judah and Jerusalem in this place and I will cause them to fall by the sword or by any weapon before their enemies 
and by the hand of those who seek their life. And I will give over their carcasses as food for the birds of the sky and the beasts of the earth. I will also make this city a desolation and an object of hissing. Do you live in a world, you personally, do you live in a world where everything is desolate? Where everything is being destroyed and all you see is death? You're surrounded by death. You feel as though you are death itself. I say repent and turn around while you have a chance and turn to the one who is ever living, the one who is everlasting, the one who can grant you life eternal and you will not be disappointed. He will not fail you. Everyone who passes by it will be astonished and hiss because of its because of all its of its disasters. I will make them eat the flesh of their sons and the flesh of their daughters, and they will eat one another's flesh in the siege and in the distress with which their enemies and those who seek their life their life will distress them. Then you are to break the jar in the sight of the men who accompany you. And say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Just so will I break this people and this city, even as one breaks a potter's vessel, which cannot again be repaired, and they will bury in Topheth, because there is no other place for burial. We just read Topheth is the city dump. Would you like to be buried in the city dump? Oh, we pay, we pay a lot for graveyards these days. Or, or we're cremated. A lot of people are cremated. And our, our ashes are spread all across the land. But the, the, the hidden meaning here is that this world is going to have its end. Every world will have its end. And just like we paved over the native burial sites, so shall we, our graveyards, be paved over one day and forgotten. This is how I will treat this place and its inhabitants, says the Lord, so as to make this city like Topheth, like the dump. The houses of Jerusalem and the houses of the kings of Judah will be defiled like the place Topheth because of all the houses on whose rooftops they burned sacrifices to all the heavenly host and poured out drink offerings to other gods. You see, it says right here in Jeremiah, the heavenly hosts are the many gods. So are we worshiping all the many gods who are created by the one true God? And forget the one true God who is actually the light in our soul who is actually the light in our heart it's equivalent to forgetting yourself it's equivalent to forgetting who you are and what you are if you think that the Sun can show you who you are and what you are you're mistaken if you think knew it 
or Nut, the sky with all her gems and stars, her jewels, her all her many angels and jewels can show you who you are. You are mistaken. If you think Gaia, it's, it's the proper pronunciation, Gaia, not Gaia, but you can say Gaia. If you think Gaia or, or Buloka is going to show you who you are as a mother, as the great mother, you are mistaken. You are mistaken. You cannot see who you are and what you are by Buloka. If you think Swarga or the heaven where Indra, Indra's net is surely all, all his connections, all his many, many connections, surely you, you, you can know who you are in Swarga and Swarloka, the heavenly places, you are mistaken. You are mistaken. If you think the depths of Sheol, the depths of Naraka or any of the Talas, or any of the, the, the opulent talas will show you who you who and what you are. You are mistaken. You are mistaken. There's only one way to the Father of all who knows you better than you know yourself. It's through Jesus Christ. And he made that way specifically for you. And it's even better than you can come up with on your own. You can't even come up and imagine the path, the way, the truth, and the life that God has for you through Jesus Christ. There's no other way. So, I advise you, please, extend your love Extend your love to God. Extend your love to God, you know? Let's just investigate and look together and see what is his goodness? What is his goodness? What is his faithfulness? Who is he? And you know, not let's let's not turn our attention to the things we've done in the past and 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 always bring up our own mistakes because God has forgiven us. We can receive God's grace and forgiveness and be cleansed and purified and be on the way toward him and he is always with us that's the good news that's the good news that he has never left us he's always with us and so we can search who he is you know and we can do that directly you don't need a mediator you know but others can help along the way that is true. Just like Han and Yin in The Secret of Shambhala are helping this American guy. And even they're saying, you know, I have a personal problem. Like, like the Lord says, share each other's burdens, you know. And it's an example of, of The Secret of Shambhala that, you know, Han is saying, or Yin is saying, I'm not sure. I, I forget. He's saying, I'm even part Chinese and I have a hang up with myself and a hang up with with the Chinese because of all the, the, the evil things that they've done, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I, I find it difficult to bear this burden. But you, you don't have those problems. But I notice in you, because you get angry like I do, and you have a lot of fear too. So, you know, one person's fears are not the other person's fears. And it's easier to get through it if we're doing it together. 
and we are all in this together, you know, but I, I just want to encourage that we know that God is good and he's not a troll. He's not out to get us. He's not out to hurt us. But if we are hurting ourselves and we're hurting each other, it seems like, well, if you read that and you see, it seems like, oh, well, if, you know, God, we're hurting each other, we're hurting ourselves, then God joins in and starts hurting us too. <laughs> no, no, no. God is the cause of all causes and he's the controller of all things. And yes, we can say, oh, we blame God and we can blame it on him, but um, it's, it's not going to help us. In order to be who and what we are truly, we have to take responsibility and, and accountability for what we do. And we have to turn and look and say, you know, um, I've made a mistake. We have the freedom to do that. We have the ability to do that. Uh, and it's part of God's grace. But we have to agree with it. It's not just a matter of believing. It's, it's a matter of agreeing. It's a matter of coming into faith and saying, I agree with that. I agree with the ability to say, Okay, Lord, I've made a mistake. I've hurt myself and others, but I don't want to do that anymore. I, I don't want to hurt myself, and I need your help. Please show me the way. And, you know, I don't quite understand the whole concept of Jesus Christ, but I want to have faith, and I want to know, please, will you show me in my heart and in, in, in me Will you show to my mind so that I can understand in ways that I can understand that Jesus Christ, who he is and, and, and what does he want and how is he going to show me what I am and who I am uh, and so, I, so that I can heal through things that I can't heal myself through um, and so, I can't, so that, that I stop hurting others and hurt myself and instead be someone who... Uh, can help others and help myself too and so it's a matter of pleasing the Lord you know make a decision to please the Lord that is the point it's like it's like Han and Yin or and the American in the story are talking about keeping their their energy high making a, a an intention a, an intention and a decision to do that willfully so let us embark in the first extension that way, in faith and in spirit and in truth and seek out that truth and that spirit, that great spirit. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you've enjoyed the music. I'll let you listen to it a little bit more and God bless.